0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm with your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah hey. and Carrie. What's up? So, Micah, I am stopping you for the next like hour or so from playing Deathloop. I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to enjoy yourself a lot with this game.
1: All right, I I hope so. I'm seeing like 9s and ten, a ten being thrown around. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, this is uh, I, I don't have a beef with Arcane Studios. I I just didn't really care for those Dishonored games for whatever reason. But I'm willing to give this a shot. And if if I if I don't take to this, it's not you, it's me. <laughs>
0: well, so I I also did not care for Dishonored. Um, I've played about. I don't know four or five hours of death loop so far. So, and I like it a lot better than dishonored and here's the reason why. So dishonored is very much like a stealth game, but done in first person and it's linear. And it's one of those things that like, if you get spotted, like you then had to go balls to the wall and you weren't really trying to play that way. And it just didn't feel right for the character And it was – it could also be incredibly difficult to do things exactly as you wanted to do. It's kind of like a Hitman game except that, you know, Hitman games nowadays have levels that can be replayed over and over and over again because there's no, like, linear campaign that you're going through. And I think that's the thing that Deathloop takes care of with this – with the, like, Dishonored formula um, by having this, like, time loop that you're constantly – Circling between as you go to different areas at different times of day, because that way, like if you are trying to stealth through the game and you get blown, you don't care about running and gunning because then, you know, like the next time you go back to that area at the same time of day, then you'll have another chance to, you know, to, to do it again, essentially. And it's it's been really fun so far. The gameplay is um, really fun. Uh, it, again, also being a shooter um, is helpful. Uh, in, in terms of that action gameplay, because Dishonored, of course, not a shooter at all. More of a melee-focused uh, game. Um, but yeah, it's been, it's been cool. The story has been like tantalizing enough. like they, They're leaving enough breadcrumbs that it's kind of like a thread that you're pulling on that you're trying to unravel more and more. Um, interesting how they do it. Uh, I It's funny, because like, this game got a lot of preview coverage in terms of like different trailers and stuff like that being shown out. And yeah. they do a really poor job of actually telling you the fine details of how the game works, which is good because then you can kind of discover it on your own. So essentially like you're living the same day over and over again as this character, Cole, who's trapped on this Island. Um, and, and everyone on the Island knows that everyone's living the same day over and over again. Like everyone's cool with it. Um, and it's populated by these eight visionaries and you, the goal is to kill all of them in, in, The whole in a one day cycle, essentially, because if you can't kill them all uh, before the cycle resets, then everything goes back to the way it was at the beginning of the day and you have to start over again. So essentially, like what you're doing in the game as you progress through the main story is you are visiting different locales at different points of the day because different things will happen or different areas will be accessible to you. And you're trying essentially like the first several hours of the game is you're. Just checking out areas and almost gathering intel because you're trying to find, figure out where people are going to be at certain times of day or build this like Rube Goldberg-esque machine to orchestrate them being in certain areas. So like there's one character who has something that he's doing during the day that distracts him from being somewhere else later so if you can kind of put the like throw a wrench into what he was doing during the day uh even before he gets to that point of the day then it'll it'll make him go to a different locale later in the game so that you can kind of group up some of the visionaries together to kill them at the same time um it's like I said it's been super fun so far there's also like a lot of side stuff in the levels like uh Side quests for as much as they can be side quests in a game like this, different areas and secrets to discover that Dishonored kind of had two, But again, since Dishonored was a linear game, it's it was kind of hard to experience those things without replaying the campaign over again. These ones like they're just, you know, you can get back to them whenever you want to. And then the part that some people were a little hinky with is you have this uh, main antagonist, Juliana, who is is the woman in the trailers that you've seen that is essentially going after you all the time. And she will just kind of appear. She talks to you on your radio as you're going through the game a lot. Um, but then she'll just appear randomly in levels. Um, you know when she's there because the game tells you that she's like in the level. And she kind of locks the area down. Um, and so when she's in the level, you can either try to like hack the locks open and escape or you can hunt her down because she's going to be trying to kill you. And the kind of hook with this is that if you have your online mode turned on, um, Juliana will be controlled by actual people. And there's a mode in the game where you too can go in as Juliana and try to kill other cults um, that are in the game as well. So this is you know, a mode that you would think is ripe with annoyance. Um, yeah, man. <laughs>
1: it's,
0: it's not that bad. It Because it, honestly, it all depends on... When in the loop uh, you encounter her. So like if you're encountering her like first thing in the morning before you've had a chance to scrounge for supplies, because what you can carry over with you um, from run to run starts very limited, but you can grow a larger arsenal uh, through different mechanics in the game. It's a little bit tougher to 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 take her on early on in the day, but if if she comes at you at night when you've already collected some, you know, some powers and you maybe have killed some visionaries to get their special power and have a better arsenal built up, uh she might actually be trapped with you as opposed to you being trapped with her. Like the first couple times that a player invaded me, uh I actually killed them. Uh and and was stalking them more so. As you go around. So it's it's actually not as bad as you think it might be. Plus, remember, too, uh, Cole early on in the game gets a like a trinket that lets him revive uh, twice. So each run, basically, you have three lives. And if you so, if you die three times in the same area, that ends your run. Uh, Juliana only gets one life. So she has to like if she catches you at the beginning of when you step into an area, she's got to kill you three times, whereas you only have to kill her once. And then she's gone for the rest of the rest of that run, essentially, because she's dead in that world. Um, so again, it's, it's interesting. And again, if you don't like that, you can always turn it off, but there's benefits to playing as her, uh, basically leveling her up once you get new outfits for Cole or for Colt as he goes along. So like there's a little, not, Something you need is purely cosmetic, but it's cool that you get a little bonus for playing in that mode of the game as well. It encourages people to do it, which they kind of need in order to make that whole synergy work. I think you're going to like it. Um, I've had a lot of fun so far. I'm going to be playing it as soon as like some more as soon as we're done uh, recording this show right now. And uh, like I said, it seems like there's more to do than you might have thought. And they kind of took like what people like to do with Dishonored because I think there were a lot of folks that – really got into dishonor that wanted to kind of replay those levels to find all the secrets and kind of poke around all the different ways that you can you know do what you're going to do and they kind of made a sandbox almost that you can play in which so far has been really interesting so looking forward to seeing how more of it unravels and i'm looking forward to seeing what you think about it uh when we reconvene
1: next week all right all right it's uh it's got a it's got to pry me away from Tales of Arise because <laughs> I, I actually kind of like it I like it a lot. Look, I'm not a huge Tales person. I uh, I played uh, Tales of Vesperia, which is kind of like the Final Fantasy Seven of Tales games, right? Like it's not the no. best, it's not the best, but it's the one that broke through.
2: Uh, mm, I I would argue that's probably more Tales of the Abyss.
1: I've I don't I don't
2: know if Tails has an equivalent or Rise might be the the seven equivalent as far well, as the one that breaks through. Ar-
1: well, this broke through for me. Okay. Um and uh I played Brassaria a little bit. Um Velvet dressed like a whore, which is why I picked it up. But uh <laughs> but uh But uh, I didn't really take to that. But I am taking to Tales of Arise. Um, Look, Tales of Arise is anime the game, right? Like, it's, like, got so many, like, anime tropes. Mm -hmm. It's, like, you got your stalwart hero who is, you know, tough but honorable. You know, he'll do anything for you. Uh, You know, a little bit naive, right? Um, You have uh, the, the prickly woman who is... You know, oh, you you need to know that she's prickly. Well, she has a curse that no one can touch her lest you get stuck with magical thorns. Right. Uh, And it turns out that the only person that can actually physically touch her is your main character. Right. Like two people who are just destined to be together. Right. Um, You have a character who is just a shonen character. He's just he's just a young boy who knows how to fight right and he's and he's he's um you got a couple other char- you got a mage character you got a you got a tough character like this game the characters are really good the story is about racism <laughs> i i heard
0: i heard they were tackling like some like right wing kind of fucking topics in
1: this game essentially it's about racism. It's literally about one group of people oppressing another group of people and the oppressed trying to liberate uh the, the their brethren from the oppressors. And um it, it's it, I mean they they don't make any bones about it, right? Like like <laughs> like one of the one of the characters is like a dark-skinned person who has a dream of the oppressed and the oppressors you know (laughs) living together in harmony right
2: Uh,
1: but um does does, does
0: he also have a counterpart that advocates
1: for much more militant
2: uh, (laughs) advancement
0: of the oppressor. i mean
1: well it's the thing is like the twist on that is that he is of the oppressors right he oh, okay. is of the group of oppressors and um you know it's about it's about class right like he's one of your party members and he's just like some uppity dude like he doesn't know he doesn't know how to do things for himself like at one point like he doesn't like know how to uh, brush his teeth and shit like that he's like prince Hakim from coming to america you know what i mean like just like yo come on, yo like he knows how to fight with a staff but like doesn't know how to do shit for himself doesn't know how to dress himself you know what i mean like it's wild man but i i i i'm really digging the story i in, in terms of like sci-fi narrative you using uh being used as a metaphor for something like it's overt right? Like, it's super overt, but I dig it because you don't see stories like that uh, being told through this medium. Um, and, you know, you got people on the uh, oppressed side who are um, they're not exactly the, you know, it, they're not all victims. You know what I mean? So they have shades of gray. I'm very impressed with the story so far uh, in this video game. And um Usually when I play an RPG I'm kind of, I'm just kind of going through the motions to get to the next story beat but now I'm actively interested in wanting that's to That's why
2: you missed out on the extra content in Persona 5 Royal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's how
2: you play JRPGs.
1: Well, I only do that with characters that I don't give a fuck about, right? <laughs> like like uh, did you talk to the gunsmith? Did you did you yes, film that one with him? Yes, I did. Why?
2: Because he's an interesting character. Nah, yo. What about nah, the politician? Is. What about nah. the politician? Yep. Politician. And no. here's the thing: I no. didn't even like the I politician. I like can't the the politician has the best, uh, like the the best battle benefits that you get from talking to him. Because if nah, you talk I to know. the, if you hang out with the politician, you can restart negotiations with demons. Because you're because you learned how to negotiate. Nah, like, you know, I know yo. A politician. I never <laughs> talked nah, to the politician
0: you know. because like. I couldn't go over there at night. Like, I was like, I got to hit up the batting cages, my dude. Like, we got (laughs) to. Yeah, yo, like, I got
1: much better things to do than to talk with your old portly ass. Get the hell out of here. I hated that guy. I didn't really know him. I don't hate him. I didn't.
2: But. I didn't. I didn't care for his story, but knowing the kind of benefits that you get from talking to him. I'm oh, I kidding.
1: know all that, right? He, uh, the
0: he, the he, the he psychic.
2: Just, well, he just Who he can, just annoyed
0: I, me. Like like annoyed cute. me because like he was standing out behind the station. He's like, ah, oh, come back at night. I was like, why can't you just give me the gist now? I'm here, right?
1: <laughs> Yo, <old> bastard! <laughs> I didn't care for the psychic. I, I I leveled her up because um I I was running out of people to level up, but. But that's either here nor there. Um, look, I ain't got time. I ain't got time to comb through uh, uh, RPGs that are already over a hundred hours. Um, but but yeah, I'm digging Tales of Arise. Um, this will be one that <laughs> this will be one that that I, I actually try to really comb through and dig into because I like I like the characters. Uh, it's anime, the game, which is uh, which is nice. And it the the combat, the combat is um it's the best that I've played of the other two, you know, Tails games that I've played. This is the best. Um I I it's 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 a it's real time and it's action based, but it's not button mashy, right? Like you can't you if you try to button mash your attack button your character will stop, right? So there are certain combinations of regular attacks and special moves called arts that you need to do in order to keep a combo chain going. And they've got these like really flashy moves, uh, where two characters will team up to finish off a character. It's and it's it's very stylized. It's an animated game, right? And um so yeah, it's very tropey, but it's done in a way that um that I'm really digging. Uh, and I've kind of fallen in love with that game. I I, I really liked it.
0: Speaking of digging into things, you're on that Final Fantasy 14. Uh,
2: deep yeah. down in there. Yep. Still cruising. How many hours do I have? 196 hours in Final Fantasy 14 since they started playing.
1: God damn, what you playing? You started like...
2: Mid-July?
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, like I thought months. you stopped. For some reason, I thought you started like last month. <laughs> nah. I'm just kind of bugging because you're playing this
0: and you've still been playing like Monster Hunter stuff. Between yeah. And here's the and, thing and now Rise. that I
2: finished the story of Stormblood, which I enjoyed, um, I didn't like it as much as I liked Heaven's Word, but Stormblood was pretty cool. Stormblood is basically all about um helping a nation regain its independence from the garlean empire so you're basically like liberating a nation that's been uh very severely oppressed by this conquering force um and uh yeah here's the thing there's crossover content between monster hunter world and final fantasy 14 and i played the stuff in monster hunter world a while ago and the what monster hunter world got was a fight against uh behemoth which, for a while, was by far the most difficult fight in the game um and in Final Fantasy fourteen, you get a trial against a Arathalos and um it's it's a lot of fun uh I really want the Rathalos mount, but in order to do that you can, you really have to grind out that uh that fight but um. Yeah, I don't know. Now I've I finally done what I wanted to do in Final Fantasy 14, which is just play Monster Hunter. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm I'm working on that post stormblood pre shadowbringers content. The whole goal is to be fully caught up on the main scenario quest line by the time Endwalker comes out in November. Mm-hmm. And um I could be a shit and just like Pay for the story skip, but why would I do that? You know, I'm paying money to play the game. Why would I give them more money to then not play the game?
0: Wait, they charge they charge you money to not
2: to 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 get a story skip. So basically, it, just, it by paying level, money, just to level your character. Uh, I don't know if it levels the character necessarily. I'm sure it does. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, you can pay for uh. I'll bring up the Mog Station to see exactly what it does. You can basically skip entire swaths of the story, which then uh, unlocks yeah, main scenario progression. Um, it's $25 to um, it instantly completes all main scenario quests up through the end of Stormblood's. Allowing players to immediately begin playing through the main scenario of Shadowbringers, um, and uh, players will also re- receive uh, basically a bunch of high-level gear for that. So, yeah, I just uh,
0: that seems weird to me that that they why people are, would do that. Well, no, why they're even letting you like, hey, give us money to not play our game, like like that's. <laughs>
2: That's well, kind of- at this point, you know, it's it's taken me 200 hours to get through Stormblood and I still have to do all of Shadowbringers mm-hmm. before Endwalker comes out and there is currently no way to skip Shadowbringers. So basically what this does mm-hmm. is it allows people to skip as much as possible and not have to sink all that time and effort into playing the game and they can instead sort of jump in where everybody else who has been playing the game has been. It's just a skip. It's a right. complete so, time saver. But if
0: I, so if I bought like the new expansion that comes out in November, mm-hmm. is that skip like part of the expansion? Like, do I have the option to, to jump ahead if need, if I want to, if I were no. the new expansion? Like if,
2: if you are starting new in final fantasy, you are starting at a realm reborn. Huh? Um, regardless of when you, when you jumped in.
0: Hmm. Interesting. That's a weird that's i I don't does do other MMOs do that? Like is does work right? I don't do know. I haven't yeah. really
2: played other MMOs besides like
0: De- Destiny did not. Guild like Wars. like Destiny, like whenever you jumped in, like they're they were just like, hey, like, here's the story that where we're at right now. Like come, <laughs> come come play this story. And like you could go back and play the old stuff. Well, whatever's available in the game because they they vaulted a lot of it. But.
2: I mean, I think part of the reason why ff14 is different in that regard is because Mm. there is a linear like here's the here's the point where you start and here's where we're at right now um so to understand where you're at right now you kind of need the context of everything that happened with these characters in the previous content but yeah i don't know like unless you're just really dying to jump right in to where people are right now or if you just don't care about the story and there i'm sure are a lot of people who don't care about the story Mm -hmm. um but i care enough and i also have no interest in paying them more money to not play the game (laughs) because that's all it boils down to so
1: yep yeah
0: that's weird yeah very much so so uh bunch of new games Coming out this week, besides the aforementioned uh, Deathloop. Uh, Cruisin' Blast comes to Nintendo Switch. Uh, Darksiders 3 is on Google Stadia, for the three of you that uh, might be interested in such a thing. Uh, Flynn, Son of Crimson, comes to PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, and PC. Uh, Eastward comes to Switch and PC. This is an interesting game. Um, I've seen some previews for this. It's an action RPG. It looks very... uh, I'm getting some serious... Getting
2: M- some big mother yeah, vibes from this, getting this one. Getting some vibes
0: off of that. So uh, might might have to check that out at some point to see what the buzz is all about. Uh, Skatebird comes to Xbox, Switch, PC, and Linux. Uh, I want to play Skatebird. Yeah, I mean it looks it looks funny. So I remember, about- I remember when they showed that off. Aragami uh, Two comes to PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. Uh, Nina Kuni Two: Revenant Kingdom comes to Nintendo Switch, and Toem comes to PlayStation Switch and PC.
1: It's, um, it's a lot of games. It is. Um go to our Discord. I don't have a transition, I'm very tired. Go to <laughs> our Discord.
2: You can talk about those games at our Discord.
1: There you go. That's <laughs> why uh that's why you get paid the big bucks. Um go to com slash fans. None of us do. Go to com slash fans and uh be invited to our Discord. Um you can talk about all of all the stuff all of the stuff um i like how all of our discords are uh very different right mm-hmm. like i would argue that the dense pixels discord is the uh has the most variety and therefore bang for your buck um the Apocalypse one is you know very much about movies and comics um those are like the really active channels but all of the channels are active in the discord for dense pixels um every weekend you can talk about like uh english premier league you can talk about f1 racing you can talk about video yeah, games we, we had can... a
0: lot of f1 chat popping off uh, yeah. this weekend because there was a huge incident at monza between Lewis for Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen took each other out of the race.
1: Yeah, yeah, they uh they turned, uh they faced back to back, they walked 10 paces, turned around, shot, <laughs> killed each other, took each of them out of the race. It was weird. No, I don't I I don't know. I I haven't gotten into it yet. Um because there's not an Apple TV plus show about F1 racing. <laughs> But when there is,
0: there's a Netflix show about
1: it. I'll be uh... <laughs> <laughs> when you there's need, an need apple. You need TV the, TV the Ted
0: Lasso thing. equivalent of a uh, yes. Drive to Survive to come out. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, and then you know, talk about video games too. And uh, and there's a lot of wrestling talk. Uh, in there also. So, densepixels.com slash fans. Go to youtube.com slash densepixels, click the subscribe button, and then click the bell notification button, and then click the one that says all to be notified of all of the videos that pop up each and every week. Um, so, you can see uh, my very tired face um, as we talk about video games um subscribe to all of the tnp studios podcasts wherever you get your podcasts, including the flagship show the apocalypse black on black cinema uh look um we just did a review for a movie called karen on black on black cinema that was the worst movie i've ever seen in my entire life to the point where and and my co-hosts agree to the point where the two of them could not be sober during the review and um if you are looking on uh, youtube.com slash pixels right now and you're seeing my face and you're seeing my eyes and how droopy they look and maybe a little pink, uh, that's because I'm. we had a very late night and, and I am very tired. Um, but if you go on to uh, watch the video feed for the Black on Black Cinema episode for Karen when that releases, you will see that Jay's eyes are red for a very, very different reason. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all
1: right so uh, uh, so it is it's one to look forward to so um coming distractions our contemporary movie review show we reviewed uh recently shang chi and the legend of the 10 rings um no spoilers and uh the weekly preview episode for the look forward political podcast uh and if that's not enough you can go to densepixels.com slash premium for five dollars another fifty dollars for the year you get access to the premium slate of shows including the airing of grievances no time to bleed the men with the golden tongues upstage, upstage conversation and the full episode of the look Forward political podcast
0: so the trial of the century <laughs> in video games uh has reached its end uh Judge Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers uh, issued her ruling in the Apple versus Epic case, uh, and as Carrie astutely puts it, everybody lost essentially. Yeah, so,
2: the best possible outcome. I I mean, honestly, yeah. Things.
0: Like for 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 you know these mega corporations uh, squabbling about their millions of dollars, like this was the optimal outcome. So the the big headline news was that uh, Judge Rogers issued a permanent injunction against Apple that put new restrictions on app store rules, uh, which will have a much wider effect outside of Epic Games. Um, Basically, they've been permanently restrained and enjoined from prohibiting developers from including in their apps and their metadata buttons, external links, or or other calls to action that direct customers to purchasing stuff outside of the Apple purchasing ecosystem. So basically, Apple now has to let pretty much anyone who wants to have a way to offer direct payments uh, to those companies that Apple can't uh, essentially leach into essentially uh, which is a pretty which is a pretty big deal um, that will take place on December 9th unless a, another court steps in and precludes that from happening. However, on the flip side of that coin, uh, the court also said that Epic Games was in breach of its contract with Apple when it implemented the alternative payment system in Fortnite, and therefore they must pay Apple 30% of all the revenue that was generated uh, as they were going around the App Store with their then illegal uh, <laughs> direct payment app which to the tune of about three and a half million dollars, which to both companies is is really sand, sand on the beach <laughs> essentially um also notably that they that the judge well, the other thing that people were looking at the judge was they were curious to see if Apple might get hit with like some antitrust violations in this uh and they will not uh basically she concluded that apple is not a monopoly under any federal or state antitrust laws but yes
2: (laughs) but the trial did show that apple is engaging in anti-competitive conduct under california law so basically this judgment fuck you fuck you we're done here like
0: (laughs) We're not. We're not quite done. Epic's appealing well, the separate ruling, uh, yeah. requiring them to pay Apple, um, for kind of going around the rules. Uh, Apple's pretty happy about this. Uh, I can't imagine they're too happy about the direct payment uh, aspect of things. But yeah, um, they were pretty much proven, according to the judge, to be uh, in the right with this whole thing. So we will uh we will see what happens uh when the appeal is heard and we will see how this impacts things down the road um as of right now Fortnite not yet back on the iOS marketplace so they're not uh they're not willing to to uh play nice yet or should i say apple's not willing to play nice yet with evic as things are concerned right now so yeah
2: well uh, this is the best possible outcome for this. There, there is no one wins.
0: I would like. I would have liked. I would have been pleased if Apple had been hit with some sort of harsher, some, of, some actual yeah, antitrust, some, har- some harsher stuff. penalty. Yeah. Um. Because, like I said, it, it's they. It kind of it's not a monopoly by the letter of the law, but it kind of also <laughs> is, especially on iOS. Because without jailbreaking your phone, you can't sideload apps onto it. At least with Android, hey. you can. You can sideload stuff if you if you choose to do that. Um so that was a little bit disappointing. Uh it, it is funny to see Epic's case essentially get proven and them still losing at the end of the day, which was
2: <laughs> yeah. quite
0: humorous to me. Um
2: basically just being like, so like you're you're right that this is fucked up, but also you breached your contract. So right
0: right on know. the merits, wrong in the law, as they yeah. say. So Yeah, you know, like you can't like
1: <laughs> I mean, like you know, robbing from the rich to give to the poor is very noble and the humane thing to do, but like you still you still committed robbery, you're still <laughs> 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 like, I get it. like God damn. Uh yeah, you're right. Uh look, this is I mean uh, I'm just, I'm just glad that our national nightmare is over, <laughs> and now we can focus on more important things like the new iPhone.
2: Uh, hey, <laughs> yeah, they did have their presentation today, right? They
1: did. I
0: need there to see. Apple it. I need today. to see if it's worth me. Uh, I don't own any so. <laughs> Apple products, and
2: I'm not going to start now. So the last Apple product I owned was an iPod Nano in high school. So.
0: What do, you have, do you have 11 or 12 micah right now uh
1: i have a 10 oh. and um you know you know my you know my uh my psn handle you i you bet i'm waiting for the 13 to come out well i mean I, I, <laughs> even if it wasn't the
0: 13th i'm pretty sure you would you would upgrade anyway after three years you yeah six? it's
1: time it's yeah. time. my 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 stupid uh phone doesn't charge when I stick the lightning port in the lightning slot or whatever it's why, called. Why
0: are you still doing wired charging? This is this is the 21st century.
1: I, 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 I'm, I'm old. I still, <laughs> I,
0: I still. I don't. You guys, you guys are insane. <laughs> um, I really
2: want to get one of those Galaxy like the the fold up ones. I want to I want to go back to having having a flip phone. I've heard, I I heard the
0: fold phones are nice when, when, when you're doing like web browsing and stuff like that. Like it's very handy for that. Specific application, not as nice for nah, using I'm, it I'm as not, a phone. I'm not
1: folding glass. I want
2: I want a flip. I want one of these flip phones. <laughs> I want to go back to 2006. Give me. A phone. And that's
1: you know we joke about like Madden and all that like not innovating. They just like take stuff out of one year and then reintroduce it two years later. Like that's all that this is right. Like flip phones are coming back. Like nah yo. Nah, flip phones mm-hmm. are lame. No, I want one. <laughs> is it because you can really like hang up on someone?
2: Uh, like, that's definitely uh, part. I'm not, I don't really spend that much time on the phone. Fuck you. Grr, you
1: yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's like, fuck
2: you. And it's you, like, you know what? You know what a big part <laughs> of it is? Um, the pockets in women's jeans are not big enough for this to fit in my pocket.
1: Anymore. I understand, yeah. And my, I need uh, something
2: that fits in my pocket. I also need people who design women's jeans to give me fucking pockets. <laughs> so I'm not gonna wear men's jeans because my butt is too big for men's It's jeans it's so all a, it's all a conspiracy.
1: It's all a conspiracy to keep you to getting like handbags, right?
2: I feel like that's that's <laughs> absolutely correct.
0: <laughs> They're in cahoots, man. <laughs> I mean you're you're a seamstress. You could you could sew some pockets on it.
2: You think I'm gonna put in the effort to sew pockets (laughs) into my own jeans? (laughs) Are you out of your minds? This is is the, the, the issue affecting women universally, regardless of race, of religion. Every woman wants bigger pockets in her jeans period
0: (laughs) consider that one of the many stances that we can advocate for uh, (laughs) on on this show as as we do
2: if i if i run for president i'm running on the platform of forcing gene manufacturers to give women bigger pockets i feel like i would win i feel like if that was my one stance i would have a i would have a fighting shot
0: so uh, moving on to more wonderful corporate news, um, <sighs> the Activision Blizzard saga continues onward as a union has filed a complaint.
2: A federal
0: complaint. A federal complaint against Activision Blizzard over workplace rights. Uh, apparently, or allegedly, I should say, according to this complaint by the Communication Workers of America... Uh, Activision violated federal labor law through coercive rules, actions, and statements. I will read their quote. Uh, the employer has threatened employees that they cannot talk about or communicate about wages, hours, and working conditions. Is one of the things that they uh, that they brought up here. Um, this is the, the least surprising also, news of all time.
2: I was going to say the, yeah. uh, the document also says that uh, the company... Uh, Illegally tells staff they cannot discuss ongoing investigations, threatens or disciplines employees because of their activism, uh, deploys surveillance and interrogations targeting legally protected activism, and maintains a social media policy that infringes on workers' rights. Yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Of course, this is going to go to the federal level. How,
0: when... You are under the amount of scrutiny that Activision Blizzard is under. Are you going to continue fucking up and letting yourself get into the news for for reasons like this? It seems silly to me that you wouldn't be like keeping your nose clean, as they say, uh, considering all the with, with all the media, the media attention you're getting right now as it is.
2: I don't know.
1: I don't don't know, man. Maybe these uh, big companies, like they just, they just feel like they're untouchable, right? Like, like no one takes companies, like gigantic companies, to task. And if they do, like it usually is swept under the rug quickly. Maybe this is just like, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Don't let me run a company. (laughs) See ya. We'll
0: see, I'm sure we'll see more from this. Um but yeah, Activision Blizzard stays stays fucking up. So This
2: this story isn't going away anytime soon. No,
0: cer- certainly not. Okay, so PlayStation has a state of play. It was a long state of play. Uh there's a lot to talk about in this state of play. I don't really need to talk too much about games that we already knew about that they just showed trailers for, like we don't really need to talk about um, Deathloop. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. We don't really need to talk about Deathloop because we already did. I don't even know, know that we need to talk about like Rainbow Six or Alan Wake. Um, uh, the, the Alan Rewake. Yeah, Alan Rewake.
1: Um, what a
2: what a missed opportunity <laughs> for that game's true title. It's true, it's actually.
1: I, I literally just got it as you said it. That's <laughs> I would be remiss
0: if I did not see the floor first uh, to our own Micah. To talk about what had to have been his mo- like like moment of the show that was preceded by a moment that I'm sure you were also excited for, but also at the same time not excited for simultaneously.
1: Man, I've never like been so high and then crashed so hard <laughs> so fast. Never have the let the numbers two zero two three just just giving me so much like fucking animosity um but i get it look spider man is coming back um uh thank god uh it's it's been uh it's it's been 80 years, uh, years. get <laughs> when that game come out
2: 2018
1: <laughs> yeah um so it it's will gonna be, be
2: 2023 and Micah's gonna look like the old woman from the end of Titanic.
0: <laughs> I mean to, to be fair, in this day and age, we don't know if we're still gonna have a functioning civilization in 2023. This so Mike Micah, Micah just wants to make sure he gets that game before, you know, before raw, the Roll running underwater. So
1: Yeah, man. I just want uh, you know, one side of the country is flooding, the other side of the country is completely arid. I, I just want this game to come out before. Uh, the world breaks in half. Um, yeah, Spider. They, look, the trailer for uh, Spider-Man uh, came out, and and boy, am I excited! Um, I think it was a foregone conclusion that uh, Venom was going to be in uh, Spider-Man Two, given the post-credit scene in uh, the original Marvel's Spider-Man. Um, and look, I'm not like I I, I don't hate Venom. I don't. I I hate Venom's fans, and I hate um, and and I I hate the fact that Venom is uh, that Venom like ever like, Venom's Venom, right? He's cool, but he's not the best. He's just is not.
2: He's very nineties. He is very much a he's, product of yeah. his time.
1: Yeah, like he's yeah. That's exactly that's exactly it, right? Like Deadpool. Okay, he had Deadpool, but like Deadpool was a nineties character, you know, and it's is very is very nineties. That's that's the perfect term for it. Um, yeah. So he's in it. He's voiced by Tony Todd, which is uh, which is that's a delight. Cool. Yeah that 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 is very much a delight. I am I'm very glad uh, to 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 hear about that. I'm looking at this trailer now, and you see Spider Man uh, in his regular in his uh, with his white spider suit, his advanced suit, and you see a scene of him fighting with uh, his Iron Spider. Um,
2: uh, appendages,
1: appendages, legs. And um, in the first game, you could get those, but they were just like a gimmick, right? Mm -hmm. Like that was one of your powers, that you could activate your your superpower and the arms would come out. And they didn't really do anything. Like once the arms were out, you had like more melee damage or something like that. Like they didn't really do anything. Um, This looks like they are going to, and you know, this is a CG trailer. So I'm just... Uh, inferring things but it seems like uh those arms are going to play a bigger role in the actual story um uh regarding different animations and stuff like that Uh, i mean i feel
2: like if they're going to give peter those arms that will further differentiate the way Mm -hmm. he plays versus how miles plays
1: yeah like miles and peter Play differently, but they may not play differently enough to warrant both of them in the same game. Which is, like you said, the reason why you got to hook Peter up with like a lot of gadgets and shit. Um, I see uh, Miles uh, doing his thing. He looks like he uh, he he looks like he plays like he did in uh, his standalone adventure. I see a tandem takedown, uh, which is cool. So uh, you know. I don't know if this means co-op. I don't necessarily I don't necessarily uh, look, I'm fine either way, but if you can have the 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 spider boys uh uh in the same place at the same time doing all their spider shenanigans, uh that's wonderful. Uh we see Venom. Uh it was heavily implied that spoiler alert, Venom is Harry Osborne, which by the way, if you're gonna do a Venom. That is the way to do Venom. It Venom should be
2: doing way different.
1: Yeah, and and he should and Venom should be a character that is close to Spider-Man. If you're going to have this evil opposite uh archetype, he should be a character that is close to Peter Parker. He shouldn't be Peter Parker's kind of co-worker that he doesn't like. Right? Like Venom is Venom knows everything about Spider-Man. The host should, in parallel, know a lot about Spider Man, like know how to get to him, right? Like,
2: I always liked Flesh as uh, a.
1: It makes I'm more sense. My- it makes more sense because he has a pre existing relationship with Peter. Uh, you know, all right, Eddie Brock is all right, but like, no, nah, you know, I like works-
2: and respect Eddie Brock, but Fine. I understand what you're saying.
1: Yeah. yeah, I just think that character, in and of itself, works better if if the host has a pre-existing relationship with peter and i'm hoping that um I'm, I'm i'm i can't wait to see that dynamic right and then you get voiceover throughout the whole trailer the voiceover sounds distinctly eastern european
2: yeah it sounds like craven
1: right he's talking about like you know, uh, I'm I've been looking for someone to you know to to challenge me to to, to be so that I could be the best. Like that's craven's deal. That's it's his it's whole gonna stick. be
2: Craven and Venom being the the two big bads in this right.
1: game, and, and I, I'm
2: super down with that.
1: And I hope that I hope that they don't just like limit it to like out. You know, Spider Man's got a lot of ancillary villains. I would love for a couple of jobbers to come in there. You know what I mean? For sure, but. But I would love for, and I think I saw Cam said this also in our Discord, and I agree with him. I would love for Craven to kind of perform like Taskmaster did in yep, the first game. I was
2: just about to say where he just shows up and like right. whoops your asshole, wholesale.
1: <laughs> right. But I want him like more of a presence right Mm -hmm. like i want him i want him to i want traps to be like just like out of nowhere right like i want like a blow dart to just be like bam and just hits them right and now you're you wake up in an arena or something and you have to and craven is testing you before he comes in right like i want i want there to be i want there to be uh, uh i'm looking forward to craven more a little more than venom I Just want to see craven, what you can do with him
2: and i I really hope craven feels like this threat that's like it's always there like
1: yeah you could yeah. you could
2: swing down this this next swing around this next building and now you're in a craven fight like you don't you don't know
1: yeah um, yeah, I, I want I want him to be able to like the, the way combat is it's very stick and move, right? Which is how Spider-Man should fight, right? Stick and move, stick and move, stick and move. I, I don't I want Craven to be able to shut that shit down. I want Kraven to be able to you can't you can't creep around walls and hide from Kraven, right? Like Miles will turn on his uh his his invisibility. No, that shit don't work on Kraven. Get out of here, right? Like Craven, Kraven is he's a hunter, right? Like he he understands all that. So look, man, I am I am super jazzed. Um, I'm gonna be 43 years old when this game comes out. Like I like that might sound. well, oh, you're being ridiculous. No, I'm not. I'm <laughs> gonna be 43 years old uh, and giddy for this Spider-Man game. And I, I, but yeah, man, look. If it comes out in 2023, it comes out in 2023. Just make it. Just 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 do it right.
2: I'm hype like yeah, i the the way that i sort of the way that i sort of want um this uh the switching between peter and miles to work is sort of how you switch between the characters in GTA 5 if that makes sense uh-huh. where each of them will just sort of be you know when you're not controlling the other one um they're just off doing Spider-Man shit, you know. Off
1: doing Spider-Man shit, and yeah, and And sometimes you'll
2: you'll jump into them, and he will be in the middle of solving a robbery or some shit.
1: Yeah, like like, hey, Peter, I need your help. I'm on my way. And then a couple of minutes later, right? Like, here comes Peter, fucking coming in there and and throwing gadgets all over the place and all that shit. So, I'm hoping there's a
2: degree of online co-op that can happen. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't mind. I I feel like that's. I think it would be cool to be able
0: to like hot swap between the characters like during the fight, since it's got that, that free flowing yeah. Batman combat anyway, like that seems like it would make more sense. Maybe not in the whole game. Like maybe, maybe you pick certain like missions that they go on together <sighs> that you can, that you can do that. But I think yeah,
1: that would I would imagine that, you know, there are going to be Peter missions and, Sp- and Miles missions and, and, um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. I also want to see, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing, um, you know, Mr. Negative was a big bad in the first game. I, I would mind love seeing, to see
2: him back.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing this him back. These fights
2: are really cool, like, just fucking trippy.
1: I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, other characters back. Like, uh, yeah no, or not back but like introduced right like because spider-man has like you think of an animal so there's probably he's probably a spider-man villain right i wouldn't mind seeing uh, a couple of newer characters um i don't think he could do like kindred but like yeah man like i would I, like yo, to see I, lizard yeah uh, yeah i ugh, come on man come on i i i would like to see mysterio right like, i really
2: will, i was gonna yeah, Mysterio's man, like, my favorite i i really want to see mysterio like i think lizard mysterio kind of, could fill the uh mr negative sort of like trippy weird bullshit sort of yeah world.
1: like like lizard kind of had that with like oh well, i'm gonna poison peter and he's gonna start seeing shit right but that like like kind of, I was like, oh well, you could have gave that to Mysterio, but I want to see Mysterio now, and I want to see some wild shit, man. Like, I want to see some shit, and and I want I want Mysterio to actually fuck with the player too. You know what I mean? Like, not just fuck with Peter and make different illusions and shit, but like go and like eternal darkness with this shit. You know what given, I'm
2: saying? Given the kind of haptic feedback that you can get through the yeah, controller, man. like that's that that is ripe for Mysterio fucking with the player.
1: Yeah, yeah. man. Oh my god. I, I I can't I can't wait, man. I I can't wait to turn forty-three goddamn <laughs> years old uh to play this game. But uh yeah, yeah, I'm I'm super excited, man.
0: Uh are you excited to see what Insomniac can do with a Wolverine game? Yes. A character uh, that yes. you are not a yes. fan of. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's a
1: character that uh again, another character who uh I like is fine. But whose fans are incredibly annoying, and um, but but like the last good Wolverine game was ironically a movie tie-in,
2: right? Which one was that? The uh, the X Men Origins.
1: Origins, yeah. X Men Origins is that the one? one
2: with like the really dope Sentinel fight at the end?
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah. And 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 it turns out that was just a Wolverine game that Fox was like, uh, can we put our name on that too? And, 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 but yeah, it was a dope ass Wolverine game and I really, really enjoyed it. Um, look, insomniac doing it. I I got no, I got no fear in this game. I got, I, I, the only, the only thing I'm worried about now is are you going to have, are you going to, are you going to cross it over? Are you going to have an insomniac MGU? Like that's all I'm, I'm concerned with, with, with at this point, like insomniac taking on a Wolverine game. I'm, uh, I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it because I know what Insomnia can do. Like, they might be the best video game publisher out there or developer out there. Uh, They might just be the the best developer out there in terms of making like
2: consistently good, fun video games that aren't impossible to get into.
1: That aren't impossible to get into that aren't uh, that aren't. Uh look, I love Naughty Dog, right? I do, but they make movies, right? They make movies. They, they make, make movies. movies. That, right. They make playable movies. Like I love those Uncharted games, but they make playable movies, right? Like Insomniac makes straight up fun Video games. games. And and so yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what they do with it. I'm excited to see what kind of outfits they they put in it, right? Because Wolverine is another character with an expansive wardrobe. <laughs> So, and that's part of the fun. Ooh, I so. hope they
2: put some of the old like well, Hugh Jackman sure looks in will. there too. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. <laughs> Yo, let me play this fucking gritty uh, video game, but like as Hugh Jackman.
1: <laughs>
2: Anything? <he>
1: <laughs> so, so, yeah, if Insomniac is making the Wolverine game, I'm fine. I'm cool with it. I'm cool with it.
2: Honestly, on the Marvel front, I, I know this is probably an unpopular opinion. But I'm also, like, kind of excited to play this Guardians of the Galaxy game.
1: I'm like low excited for it.
2: I feel like it's going to be at least a fun time. Like, it's I've, probably not going to be the best game ever made, but I I've, feel like I, it looks so much better than anything else Square Enix has done with the I, franchise yeah I
1: feel like this is what the Avengers should have been
0: <laughs> I you know I I hope that the gameplay can pull you through uh, all yeah. right sorry I'm I'm I meant I hope I hope the story can pull you through because the what we've seen in the gameplay does not look like it will be able to not carry blown away by 15, the gameplay for 15 hours right so but
2: the vibe of all the trailers that I've seen and we did get a new one in mm-hmm. the showcase um I don't know I'm like I'm, I'm probably not going to be a day one purchase. No. Um but it, this is a game that will go on sale for 30 bucks in another 2 months anyway. So.
0: Yep. Um I am very impressed. You guys won't care about this at all. I am very impressed uh with the trailer that they showed off for GT7, which now has a release date uh, in I early mean, March.
2: It just looked like video footage of cars. This is going to be like.
0: the dopest ray tracing game that's ever existed so far. <laughs> Like, like, like when they do that, like, panning shot of where you see, like, the, the, the buildings and the lights, and then it it zooms out and you see that's the reflection off of a car that you're basically seeing. And you're just like, what the fuck? Like, this is amazing. Um, like they have dynamic weather in the game where, like, they have day night cycles that'll occur while you're actually playing. Uh, the rain is going to be like, it's not just gonna be like pre programmed rain, like, it's gonna have dynamic rain, like, it, if cars are going down track, it will clear water and you'll have like a dry line essentially on the track. Cause you can see, you know, parts of the track they showed that were waterlogged. And then the racing line was, was relatively dry. So this looks really cool. Um, the trailer itself also had, was like an homage to all the previous Gran Turismo games as well. Cause they had a lot of, uh, imagery from previous, like opening videos, like the cinematics from previous GT games. So, uh, it looks very cool. Um, can't wait to play that one. Uh, they showed off game footage from God of War Ragnarok uh, for the first time. Uh, it got the uh, Gamergate chuds uh, a, a stir.
2: Yeah, because there's a, a variety there's a black of woman. reasons. There's a black woman in this video game, and also Thor is built like a strong man rather than like a bodybuilder.
1: So. Yeah. I, look, uh, I don't fucking,
2: know. here's here's what I got to say to those dudes. Die mad about it.
1: Yeah, I don't know much about Norse mythology, but I always thought that Thor was supposed to be not, like, he wasn't an Adonis, right? Like, these people are Scandinavian. Thor in in Assassin's Creed,
0: Valhalla was not, like, the Marvel Marvel vacation of Thor. Right, like, he just looked exactly. like fucking exactly. Thor. He looked like a big, beefy, bearded guy that carried a hammer around. Like it he looked like a, the
1: mountain, you know? Right. Like the mountain isn't chiseled. He's a big dude, you know? right? Like, like, he's a strong man. People, people don't seem to
2: understand that men who are actually physically very strong and can move a lot of weight. Don't look like bodybuilders most of the time. The people, right, yeah. like the dudes, the dudes competing in the world's strongest man contest, none of them look like fucking bodybuilders. Right. They don't have
1: abs. There's Why? no, like,
2: there's no aesthetic, you know, there's no rippling chiseled abs to, to these dudes who, like, actually do feats of strength you know <laughs> like there there were
0: there were also people i i don't know if it was like the Gamergate folks like looking to poke holes in this or like xbox fanboys but like there was like one guy on twitter who was pointing out he's like oh they reused the same like getting into the boat animation that they use in the fir- first god working i'm like yeah of course they Dude. did why like, would really they reanimate that the redo the animation to get in the fucking boat it's Yo. the same boat." <laughs>
1: That's what why i they yo, redo the <laughs> They they reuse the same location for God of War for the sequel to a <laughs> video game. What what the fuck, uh, yeah, guys? They reuse the same Kratos. Why yeah. why don't we have a new character? Like All right. right, y'all. All right, um, look. There's a there's a there's a black person in this game, um, and uh, I I haven't been looking at the comments because uh, I I well I haven't been looking at too many. Right. I, I know people are like, well, this isn't realistic for this black mythologic for this mythological character to be black. Um,
2: hey, guess what? It's a video game, it's a work of fiction. Anyone yeah. can be anything. Shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, like they're saying that as they can't wait to control a Greek character who kills the Greek god of war and then crosses the street to another mythological land? Like I didn't know mythology worked like that, guys. <laughs> so realistic. I I just uh, like I I I mean I'm over it. I'm over it at this point with people in there and their and yeah. their, uh, their bullshit uh, racist. I mean, look, uh,
0: you don't process. you don't see me walking into every church in this country and yelling at them for having white Jesus up on up on the fucking cross, yeah.
1: <laughs> right, like, right, yeah,
0: right. You know, like, like,
2: Jesus was brown.
0: Yeah, speak, I mean, goddamn, God you, you, know, miss, you uh, miss, miss
1: miss miss ethnicitying somebody. So <laughs> look at look at look at the people over in that part of the world right now. Like, I just
2: God. No, th- I mean that that people really think like have have portraits of jesus looking like fucking ewan mcgregor in episode yeah. three like he does <laughs> <laughs> they do
0: <laughs> <laughs> fucking like like jesus you see in church has skin like mine for a fucking guy <laughs> that lives in a in a area of the world where it's like 100 degrees nine months out of the year every day jesus christ like come on
1: but um look this trailer this trailer is all gameplay man yep. or like 90 percent gameplay and um and yeah man this is this is an actual like video game trailer now a lot of the story sequences are done in engines so that helps a lot but did you ever you didn't never you never finished gun no, War,
0: i still i still intend to at some point but
1: it's a it's a great it's a it's a great little father son story um and it's uh it's a fun game um when i say it's a great father son story it's also a like don't use i like I see people that, like don't use Kratos as a model for being a father guys like he's trying he's trying but he's not a he's not a good person he, he's not um he's a very violent individual um, <laughs> okay. but uh, but yeah man it was it's a very different type of Kratos and uh and one that I like and i I read that this is going to be a uh the final Story in the right in the uh, Norse mytholo- mythological yeah, saga of throw, throwing
0: off people's uh, uh their OCD because everything has to be fucking trilogies anymore yeah. nowadays so
1: yeah like uh, which I'm glad if they got a story to tell go ahead and tell that story and then maybe he can uh, go around the corner and go to another uh, mythological uh, climate uh, and then uh, maybe he can go to maybe he can go to Egyptian mythology, and then put a white person in there, and then that'll make up for uh, <laughs> the black girl being in the in the skin. I would I would game. love
0: for for Kratos to crap to 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 uh, go through uh, Christian mythology. I think that would be a fantastic uh, uh, God oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: look, man. Look. I think it would be great, but I wanna see how Jesus is portrayed. Dude That's imagine, I, just, I just
0: wanna see how Jesus imagine, is portrayed. Imagine imagine like a boss <laughs> fight against like a jacked Moses. You kill him by breaking like a like the stone tablet over his head or something like that. <laughs> 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 oh <laughs> shit. Don't be coward uh, Sody Do it. Yeah, do it. do it. Do it.
1: Do it. I I wanna see it now. Do it. <laughs> I, I won't get offended.
0: Um I, the the other big notable trailer uh, in this was our first real look at Forspoken, which was a game that we had heard about. But uh, apparently uh, it's like teenage girl travels to an alternate medieval dimension.
2: Yeah, it's a fucking isekai anime, but yeah. a video game. Um, I wasn't super impressed. Uh, I was immediately annoyed by the main character talking as much as she did. Uh
1: i uh that's just me
2: i no, i didn't, I, I, didn't I, I didn't vibe with it
1: i agree it it seems like one of those um it seems like one of those janky square games that um i i i i i don't know about this man i i really don't and um i don't think this is i don't think this is a game for me
0: yeah
2: i was excited um i guess uh this was also announced previously mm-hmm. but um Got an extensive look during the showcase. Uh, Chia, T-C-H-I-A. I uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. That'll be PS4, PS5, and Epic Games Store next year. Uh, It looks cute as fuck. It's clearly inspired slightly by Breath of the Wild, but also has like a possession mechanic similar to Mario Odyssey. And also you can pet a crab. And I'm always about being able to pet animals in my video games. Um, Also, how have we not talked about the fucking kotor remake they opened the show oh yeah with.
0: you're right i forgot i forgot about that um
1: i wonder if it's going to be a straight remake right because i won't spoil the the big twist for kotor but i feel like it's one of those ubiquitous like everyone knows about the twist i feel
2: like we've talked about it recently right. on the show
1: right but i won't spoil it for people who haven't played it but i'm curious if it's just going to they say remake like, yes. not remaster remake so when you say remake I'm thinking like Final Fantasy 7 remake and I'm uh, wondering if they're going to switch things up a bit
2: I don't know I don't think they're going to do that I think they're calling it a remake mostly because it is like a from scratch remake of the game of
1: the game yeah. it's
2: not like they you know KOTOR is what 20 years old at this point
1: Jesus
0: Yeah, it's pretty old. Um, And notably, this is a time exclusive as well.
2: Yeah, it's a PS5 time console exclusive. It will also be coming to PC. Uh, No release window was mentioned. This was basically just a teaser where we got to see Darth Revan. Um,
0: Now, notably, um, the game that this... Studio that's developing it is most known for uh, or most notable for uh, is Star Wars Republic Commando. Um, mostly, they've been doing a lot of porting of games to consoles, like they did the uh, console and mobile port for Civ Six. Uh, they did the Ruby uh, Definitive Edition as well. Um, they have a few credits for Nintendo also, so I, I don't know too much of the pedigree for this studio. Um. So, be curious to see uh, what they have to bring to the table. Apparently, like EA and Bioware have little to no involvement um, hmm. with this with this remaster, which is interesting. So, uh, we'll see. Like I said, I hope it's good. Um, the Mass Effect trilogy, I think, set a high bar for this type of uh of remaster. So, we'll see. We'll see what we get.
2: Yeah, I think I again, I think I feel like I said somewhat recently on the show that if a game was to be remade, that KOTOR was was definitely on my list of things that I want to remake because I really have no interest in going back and playing a game that looks like by today's standards a potato. Um, (laughs) I'm not I'm not that I'm not that much of like a graphics horror um you know I I could I could get through it if like I really wanted to um but sometimes you know those you know games from 2001 to 2004 you know today yeah. that like just <laughs> like I every so often I'll load up Morrowind and be like I can play through Morrowind again and then like I see the walk cycle animation and I'm just like oh
1: yeah it's not like <laughs> you know <laughs> like, it's not like those games had like charm in their graphics or characters like no, no they wanted they wanted them to look as realistic as they possibly could. And, right. You know it just ugh. Ugh. seeing seeing Karth's like yeah, weird some. Max Payne face. Like <laughs> there's I, some
2: real there's some real smudgy polygons in those games and I'm <laughs> I'm not really interested in doing that. But yeah I was hype as fuck that they're uh they're remaking Kotor. Now the real question is if this does well enough Will they do Kotor two and give it a real ending this time? <laughs>
0: I think it would have to do like considerably well to get Kotor two.
2: Mm.
0: I don't. I, I don't think that KOTOR would be. 2. I don't think that would be like an automatic uh, type of thing. Um, that was pretty much like the most notable stuff. Uh, aside from that, we got like uh, a better look at Ghostwire Tokyo for the first time. We got. Uh, The announcement of a virtual exhibition coming to PlayStation from Radiohead, uh, which is we don't really know much about that yet.
2: If you like Radiohead, I guess that's cool.
0: Um, There's a new action hack and slash game called Project Eve uh, that's coming out that they showed a lot of gameplay from that also looks like they were trying to tie it into Parasite Eve in some respects. But I can't imagine that that's a direct uh,
1: Mm. that's
0: a direct corollary.
1: Um, but and yeah, the only thing I saw when I was watching that trailer was that outfit that she's wearing does not go with this environment that she's <laughs> in. I couldn't I couldn't help? Yeah.
0: So, but that, like I said, a pretty solid uh, back end of that showcase. Um, and Sony gave the people what they wanted. They gave they gave the folks uh, what they were asking for. So you can't can't have any complaints about that. Should be fun. So cool. I was most excited for Micah just because of the uh,
1: yeah Spider man. Thing, so I uh, I can't God I can't wait to be forty three years old. <laughs> <laughs> what a sentence! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I still haven't one hundred percented my uh, my Spider Man remaster. I need to do that.
2: I still um, haven't played. Yeah, played, played it? it. I played it on PS4. Recently enough that I really had no, no massive itch to go back and play it on. Here, here's what I'll probably do. And and given that I have a sneaking suspicion that it'll probably hit PlayStation Plus sometime. Oh yeah, now, now and then. So between what I'll now do now and
1: two years from now. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. yeah. So I I'm figuring. I'll wait until it hits PlayStation Plus for free. Then I'll play it on PS5 and hype myself up for Spider-Man 2.
1: There you go. Well, you got the time. I sure do. Cool. You can get it
0: from you can get your PlayStation Plus membership. Ah. Uh, from Amazon. Can you get it from Amazon? Yeah, you can. You can okay. oh you
1: can? I you didn't can. know you could. Uh you sorry. Again, I'm out of it because I had a late night. Having wrangle, uh, to wrangle uh, to one drunk person and one high person. Go to densepixels.com slash Amazon. You and, you, would, uh, you would do
0: well to maybe buy yourself uh, some some jugs of like Folgers coffee off of densepixels.com slash Amazon to give yourself some energy.
1: If I was one of those weirdos who drank coffee, I would definitely go to densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of my weirdo coffee purchases. When you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon, uh, uh, every purchase that you make uh, helps us at no additional cost to you. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Buy it again. Someone has been using my account. Uh, Dunkin' Donuts hazelnut flavored coffee (laughs) K-cups. I don't know what any of that stuff means, but uh, apparently my wife does. And you can buy it at densepixels.com slash Amazon.
0: We go to the post office. We'll start with Johnny, uh who asks about our thoughts on the g e force game link. Uh, apparently, some uh Nvidia documents leaked out showing some PlayStation games that are coming to p c was a lot yeah, it was quite a few was a lot but not I mean PlayStation has gone on record as saying that they are planning on porting more things to p c so this is this shouldn't be that surprising.
2: It's surprising in how many titles that we have long believed would remain Sony exclusives, Mm -hmm. such as God of War and Uncharted, would be coming to PC. Like, things that you consider Sony first-party titles. Sure. I expect Sony first-party titles to remain Sony exclusives. You know, the stuff about final fantasy seven remake or final fantasy 16 um that doesn't surprise me as much uh just in so much that i don't consider square stuff to be first party sony yeah
0: um i i think there's a difference though between these games coming to pc eventually and it would be a much bigger deal if they were releasing them like oh sure you know same day yeah like like i think i think that putting them on PC years after the fact is not har- harming them in any way? No,
2: no, I don't think it is either, but it it is, it is interesting. And here's the thing. There are, there are some stuff such as horizon forbidden West grand Turismo seven um, that, you know, what if, what if that's like six months, like mm-hmm. is that enough time for the console version to breathe before it comes to, I don't, PC. i'm I don't sure think for a lot of people it months. is but i'm someone who has who basically at this point uses my pc as my primary gaming system mm-hmm. um so why would i play you know the ps5 is great ultimately my pc will always be better um so why should i spend 70 dollars on a playstation 5 title when i know i'm going to be able to get it on my pc with the rest of my stuff 4 or 5 6 months later
0: i don't think it would be that soon of a turnaround though i think they'd wait at least a year on most everything yeah that's coming so we i mean see. i would
1: yeah right like it would make sense for them to to wait but cuz you know you got people you got hardcore pc people who are just like well if they're starting this i'm just going to wait and you got dummies like me who will, you know, <laughs> get get whatever game the day it comes out, right? Like, yeah, they'll wait, they'll yeah.
2: wait. Yeah,
0: I don't. I just don't like. I don't think it's as important to their ecosystem as it is for, like, say, Microsoft, because Microsoft also owns Windows, so they have a vested interest in making sure that Windows is still remaining uh, a popular platform uh, rev asks i finally been getting the hang of the first ori which is maybe it's bitch but i'm sticking with it i'm getting better at it do any of y'all have a game that's pretty hard but just by sheer will and even improvement from the player has made you determined to get better at that game to beat it and play it again
1: uh, i'm at the point in my life where i refuse to play difficult games <laughs> like unless unless i really love the game i'm not going to like i've I have no problem putting a game on easy if I feel I need to.
2: So, I agree with that. That being said, I feel like old Fire Emblem games, like the ones for the Game Boy Advance, um, and even playing newer ones on like classic mode, um, that's those are games that can be very hard uh particularly when you factor in like permadeath of your units and stuff like that um you know the the first fire emblem game that was brought to the united states um for the game boy advance i guess that was like 2003 so i was like 13 years old playing a strategy rpg that had permanent death mechanics (laughs) so yeah the it was basically you either get better at the game or you fucking die like that was it. So yeah, I, I got pretty good at strategy RPGs by uh, by running the same couple of levels of Fire Emblem over and over again. Because there's a couple in that game uh, that have like the fog of war mechanic where you can't like, you can't see or the enemy units, and that sucks. So yeah, on one hand, I'm like, I believe people should be able to lower the difficulty, and enjoy the story. On the other hand, I think if you play Fire Emblem on casual mode, you're a baby back bitch, and you shouldn't be playing strategy <laughs> RPGs.
1: <laughs> I guess we don't play them. <laughs> I'm a- Look, if you can play hard games, more power to you, man. I, I, I just can't.
0: I'm running into the, uh, the difficulty curve with my newest uh, genre, uh, of getting into like sim racing games, because especially when you go online, like they don't really hold your hand. Like you get grouped into groups with people that are around your skill level. Uh, but you know, they, it, it's not easy. Um, it just encourages you to get out there, race as much as possible to, you know, learn the tracks inside and out so that you can shave tenths of seconds off of your qualifying times, because those, you know, a couple tenths might be the difference between starting Seventh and being caught in the fuckery of the midfield or starting second on the grid and not and having that shit going on behind you in your rearview mirror, which makes it a lot easier to finish on a podium. So like that, that's been the thing for me is just kind of venturing online more and taking my lumps. Uh, which is not fun. Like, it's not fun to start, you know, to be 11th on the grid and finish in 15th because you got banged around by people that don't know how to race their fucking cars, uh, and don't respect you on the track. But that's, it's a learning process and you learn to get better and hopefully, uh, your skill will improve as time goes along. So it's, uh, it's, but it's been fun so far. Um, Let's see. We'll go to Cam. He says, reportedly, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Johnny Gargano's contracts all expire in the next few months. Who do you think is most likely to stay and who do you think is most likely to go to AEW? Uh, I think that you're going to see a lot of prime talent uh, that never quite got the run in WWE um, testing out AEW. But I think you might see some guys... Pump the brakes a little bit, too. They're, I think they might wait to see how certain guys are used. Um, and it's it's curious to see what AEW is going to do either, because I think, Mike, you mentioned it last week. We don't, like, they'd be stupid to get themselves into a WCW situation where they bring in all these known commodities, and all of a sudden their young talent doesn't really have a chance to flourish.
1: Yeah, yeah. I um, Look, I know Kevin Owens was kind of having fun, um, but I could see him staying. Um, And I could see Sami Zayn staying. Johnny Gargano, I I don't know, but I can see those two dudes staying and just like having fun. Um, yeah, I, AEW and AEW needs to, like I said, AEW needs to kind of chill on the signings. <laughs> like it's, it's, it's. I get it, like right, and it's super exciting, but like you got to do something with these people. Remember, Sean Spears was a big deal.
0: Yeah,
1: now uh, what is he doing, right? I I it they everybody I think everybody needs to just kinda like you said pump the brakes and, <laughs> and see see how things shake out. If you can help it, don't sign a long term contract.
0: Uh Gustavo asks you, Micah, your thoughts on Chelsea striker Romelu Lukaku.
1: Um he's awesome, dude. Uh look, I, I'm I'm glad you picked uh Chelsea as uh as the team that would fit my personality because they're very easy to like because they're very good. Um, <laughs> and uh and it really gets you into it when your team is very good. Um and yeah, man, like <laughs> I was watching it, I was watching it and that that, that first goal, um, when you got that pass. And then he just kind of, he just kind of, in in uh, in basketball parlance, mm-hmm. he broke that guy's ankles, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and he and he and he and he and he scored the goal, and I was just like, oh, this is fucking awesome. And then he tried to slide on his knees, and he fucked up, and I was like, oh my god, please no. <laughs> but no, man, like this dude, I've I've uh, I've I've looked into him a little bit, and um, yeah, I like him, man. I, I like him. Uh, I I hopped on his Instagram. He's taking pictures with Jay Z. Yeah, I mean that's yo, you you cool with me, bro? <laughs> uh, look, it won't be long before you see me in a in a Lukaku. Uh, do they call them jerseys? Brian? You, uh, you can call them
0: jersey kit shirt, whatever whatever you want to call it.
1: You know you won't. It won't be long before you see me in one. So just don't be surprised.
0: Uh, Spurs did not have a good weekend this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, it was a pretty shit game from Tottenham. Um, we'll go to Daniel. He asks me and Micah if we've ever cos- cosplayed as a video game character. And then Carrie, he ha- he says, You remember having a Monster Hunter costume. Do you have any others? Do you have a favorite? I see, I see, Daniel's I, have not been. <laughs> I have a lot.
2: I have a lot. I've been cosplaying <laughs> since 2003. Uh, actually, on the cosplay news front, I will actually be running cosplay for Baltimore Comic Con this year. So, you can find me there. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of costumes. It's hard to pick like one favorite. Like Monster Hunter is up there. My Isaac costume from Golden Sun is up there. My Breath of the Wild Link is up there. Um, I have Agatha Harkness from WandaVision. I've actually got two of her outfits. Um, she so, is not
0: a video game character. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never cosplayed as a video game character to the shock of Absolutely no one
1: probably <laughs> um, is. Uh, I've cosplayed as Doctor Doom, and technically he has been in video games, so, <laughs> so yes, uh, I have. Um, and it was—I I thought I would look awesome, and I really didn't. Uh, it, was not, it was not a good. It was not. I don't even know if I have any pictures of it. If I if I have pictures, I will let Carrie see them, uh, and she can make fun of them to her heart's content. I mean, but. Uh,
2: Here's the thing, like, I I at least know that, like, I look really cool in my costumes. <laughs> I feel like I look like less of a dweeb in my costume sometimes <laughs> than I do right now. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of costumes. Like, what other videos? Oh, I did Joker from Persona 5. That was just like Amazon Prime to my house, though. <laughs> Princess Daisy. I've done a bunch of Pokemon stuff. We've done a bunch of Toho stuff i've done like more video game stuff than really anything else Hmm. over the
0: years uh gully asks the announcement of wolverine uh reminded them of how their childhood love for the character was sullied after they were violated at the hands of magneto uh have the care has a character you love been beaten or embarrassed so badly that you just couldn't stand to root for them any longer
1: nope that's an interesting question yeah um I, I tend to root for badasses. Um, <laughs> uh, Doctor Doom has been defeated by uh, the unbeatable Squirrel Girl, but like, so has everyone. So that's not—I'm uh, not embarrassed by it. Um, ain't nothing wrong with Squirrel Girl. Um, and Spider Man's always getting his ass handed to him, but like, that's part of the character, right? Like, he gets his ass handed to him, and then he has to find the resolve to to come back, keep getting up. Come on, Spidey! Come on, get up, get up! You gotta, you gotta keep doing that shit. So, but no, never to the point of just like utter embarrassment. <laughs> like that's funny.
0: <laughs> no, I can't say that I've ever uh, dropped a character because they've gotten their pants pulled down. Basically, <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't say that. <laughs> uh, that's that's a thing that's happened. Uh, Malcolm, given, given, shown the love for Big E, uh, our new WWE champion after last night. Uh very exciting news. Um he also asks when Shelton Benjamin's gonna get his flowers. Never. Like the time for that would have been 15 years ago <laughs> when, when he was a relevant professional wrestler.
1: Yeah, I don't know if uh, uh unfortunately he'll get his flowers when he passes away. Uh unfortunately. I, I feel like people underestimate that guy because like he is he's a good wrestler, but he's not a good pro wrestler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot to being a pro wrestler than just like looking the part and being able to do the moves, which is why people who are shit get over. Yeah. So it's true. That that sucks. But I missed that episode, man. I missed that whole episode because I had to deal with uh, these two drunken assholes.
0: I mean, that's okay. You can that they, they have YouTube for a reason. Like you can go back and watch it, watch it happen. Uh, it was a nice moment. Uh, Woods and Kofi came out and celebrated in the ring with him. Of course, they're all back on the same show now. Because uh, now, now he's gonna have to be on Raw because he's the because he's the WWE champion. So, and uh, and and they made it so that when Lashley and Goldberg have a rematch eventually, it does not have to be for the title, which I'm which I was the most excited about, honestly. So that was that was a good time. Um, so Amir asks me, who do you think was at fault for the accident at Monza? Um, he says it was definitely Max Verstappen, uh, but he wants to hear my opinion. Uh, I. My my blame goes to the sausage curb, because the sausage curb is what caused the accident to be. Sorry, what the the sausage curb? So so basically, around some of the corners of the track, they have essentially what looks like a small speed bump. Um, so for those who didn't see the accident, so so Hamilton and Verstappen came in tight uh, in, on turn one. At Monza, which Monza has a a super long straight and then the first turn is this like S-shaped chicane, which makes you go from like 180 miles an hour down to like 50 before you can turn into it, essentially. And so Hamilton had the line to go through the turn, but Verstappen was coming up into his line, essentially. And Hamilton wasn't ceding any space for Verstappen. Now Hamilton wasn't obligated to give space because he had positioning on the track, and Verstappen did not. Verstappen probably should have backed out of the backed out of the corner, um, but he pressed the advantage, or not pressed the advantage. He pressed in um, and went over the curb, and then went over the sausage curb, and he went in in such a way that going over the sausage curb caused his car to flip up in the air and land on top of Hamilton's car. To the point where his tire actually landed on Lewis Hamilton's head, not Jesus. like full, not full on because uh, the cars have like this thing called a halo around them, which is basically a protective bar to protect things like this from happening. Uh, but mm-hmm. part of his rear tire definitely was scraping against uh, Hamilton's crash helmet. Um, and the oh, two damn. cars ended up on top of each other, essentially, uh, which is what took them out of the race. Um Verstappen was immediately on the radio saying, well, that's what happens when you don't leave space (laughs) for for the car. Um, It was it was his fault. But I think the sausage curb is what made it really bad. Like if that was a regular curb, um, they would have banged wheels. They might have clunked heads a little bit. But I think they both could have kept racing. Um, The fact that he landed on top of Hamilton made it look a lot Worse, obviously, <laughs> than than the incident probably was going to be. Um, I think a three, so he, he got a three-place grid penalty, so meaning at the next race, whatever position he qualifies in, he's going to have to be three back. Um, that seems fine. Like a more harsh penalty would be starting in the back or banning him from the race, and it definitely didn't warrant that. It wasn't a wasn't a malicious move. Um, but Max probably has more fault in being as contrite as Red Bull was. Uh I think they think it was Max's fault too. So they
2: were uh, They 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 weren't
0: they weren't banging their chest after this one like they were after the uh, Hamilton uh, the last incident that the two of them had that we talked about on the show previously. Uh, also, he says, who do you think will win the, the Russian Grand Prix? Um, I think that it'll either be Hamilton or, or, or Botas uh, who, who wins that. Probably whoever qualifies better. And if, if honestly, that'll probably be Hamilton because they'll make they'll make Valtteri uh, slow down <laughs> to <a> seed for <laughs> Hamilton.
1: Um,
0: and finally, S said, if you can play one game that is not coming out this year today, which one would you choose?
2: He's going with KOTOR. Of course he is. Of
1: course he is. Of course he is. Spider Man 2. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, I mean, come on, man. Uh, KOTOR would probably be second. Uh, Minus gt 7
0: So
1: there you go. go. Uh, Is Star Wars far and away the best? uh, KOTOR far and away the best Star Wars game, right?
0: Uh, I think people would probably fight for Jedi Fallen Order at this point. Okay.
2: Yeah. I don't know. It, it depends on what you're into. There's there's enough Star Wars games across enough genres that chances are you can find something there that you will enjoy at this point. So
0: I think that is a, a fair statement and a great way to end the show. Uh, don't forget to follow us in Discord where you can talk video games. You can talk wrestling. You can talk F1 and racing. You can talk uh, EPL Soccer all sorts of stuff uh subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast subscribe to us on youtube at youtube.com slash dense pixels and then follow us on twitch i'm dense pixels brad terence apparition 410 carrie summits carrie carrie has a music show or a music festival that she'll be playing at uh, in a couple of weeks so that was
2: this so this was this past weekend was the rise your sound festival which we played at which was uh windy because it was outside <laughs> so that's always a challenge uh and then uh not this weekend next weekend uh, the, uh, September 25th, uh, we will be playing at the inaugural good game fest in Westminster, Maryland, uh, which is shaping up to be, a uh, one, one heck of an event. So I hope you uh, come out if you're local, uh, it's a video game convention held inside a mostly dead mall. <laughs> uh, and we're going to we're going to play some tunes and have a good time yep.
0: and extra life soon, too. So, you can yeah, out my campaign for that too. is
2: going. Please donate if you can. Always good. I'm playing Fallout New Vegas this year. So
0: awesome. Well, thank you guys very much for watching, listening. We'll see you all the next time.
1: See you. See ya.